the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220. Joining me now, Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Strategist with Briefing.com. It's the first place I stop and I read the page one column each and every day. How are you, Mr. O'Hare? Hi, Rob. I'm doing well, thanks. Good to be back with you. Good to have you back, especially when the markets are down triple digits. What's going on? Um, a lot of a lot of the same, frankly. I mean, it's not okay. all that much out of line, I, I think, with what you and I have discussed for weeks now, and that you just have a market that is simply on this roller coaster ride, and it you know, is uh, one day to the next is is just kind of the, the opposite of the prior day, it seems like. You get one day up, one day down, but um, underlying it all seems to be, you know, concerns about the global uh, growth outlook, which I think are, are legitimate, um, And uh, but the market is just trying to figure out, um, you know, what comes next? Do you get a deepening of the uh, of the weakness, or do you get uh, things stabilizing and then uh, the acceleration that so many people have been calling for and hoping for for a while now? Um, and I don't think, uh, based on what we're hearing from central bankers necessarily, that there's a lot of confidence right now uh, in the idea that you're going to get that acceleration. Where do you think the Fed goes in the final three months of the year? Because they didn't do anything last week. And it's honestly got me just mad in my head because it's kind of like Greece. No more stories about Greece. Like, I can't take it anymore. Can we do yeah. more stories about the Federal Reserve and when they or won't they? When they or won't they? Um, I need to get this resolved. Help me. Yeah. <laughs> You're so right, Rob. I mean, I think uh, I'm exasperated like you are, and I think everyone's exasperated with this whole question of, you know, what's the Fed going to do and, and when? And um, and they've created this mess, frankly. Um, you know, I think what we heard out of that last FOMC meeting was, was frankly, kind of ridiculous. Um, uh, I had made the case on briefing.com in a big-picture column that, this, quote, data-dependent Fed uh, had a reason to leave rates unchanged, okay? So it wasn't necessarily um, put off by the fact that they did not raise rates at that meeting. But the message in the press conference from Fed Chair Yellen with her uh, on this idea that, you know, the majority of members continue to expect a rate hike before the end of the year, at the same time, she's pointing out how their central tendency projections have all been lowered for real GDP and the PCE inflation outlook. 
it, it just was maddening, really, to take that all in. Uh, and I think that uh, it's another real source of frustration here that lends to this volatility when you have the data that is not living up to expectations and you still have the world's most important central banker coming out saying, but we're, we're likely to raise rates, you know, and that's creating some concern, uh, understandably so, that the Federal Reserve is going to act prematurely and potentially uh, crimp any uh, vestiges of, a you know, this accelerated recovery in the U.S., before it actually comes to fruition. And so um, it's just really, really maddening, as you say, and uh, until there's some closure on what the Fed's doing and whether the market actually believes in what the Fed is doing, right? I, I don't buy this whole idea that if the Fed raises rates and says, hey, we're feeling great about the outlook, even though the data is not necessarily supporting it, that the market's just going to, you know, agree with them and, and uh, be so gullible as to, to think that everything is hunky-dory just because the Fed you know, says it is when it, you know, the data itself is saying it really isn't. In the world of rock, paper, scissors, I could throw in the Fed and uh, energy. Energy prices trump the Fed in my book, and we're not talking about energy prices until the third question in this interview. Uh, energy prices are telling us the world's struggling right now economically. Is that the truth, or is that just an assumption I'm making? No, it is the truth, and you know you can lump in a number of other commodity prices as well. Copper being another one uh, that's a main, uh, you know, uh, leading indicator for industrial demand. I mean, I mean, you know, copper prices haven't been doing all that swell, you know, either. And um, and I think that that's what um, you know what we the market itself really found hard to embrace earlier in the year, and when you saw the the the, the downturn in commodity prices, uh, a lot of people just pinned it on this. Uh, and it being more a case of too much supply rather than, you know, uh, much weaker than expected demand. And what you realistically have now is too much supply with weaker than expected demand, and that's not a good combination. And you've seen, uh, I think, really the, the, the commodity markets sort of uh, act as a harbinger of the difficulties for the stock market here, um, uh, certainly of late, but also, you know, why – even before we saw this, this you know, big downturn since late August, um, earlier in the year where it was struggling, uh, because those uh, the downturn, the, the sharp selling of the commodity market, just didn't reconcile with that viewpoint that the U.S. economy is going to be hitting escape velocity and that uh, you know other developed economies are going to be riding its coattails. Uh, I think right now that there's uh, concerns here that what's going on in these other developed markets uh, is going to potentially drag down the U.S. or certainly keep the U.S. from living up to its full potential. And so there are understandable questions about equity valuations right now and uh, earnings prospects. Uh, and, again, it's just another headwind right now for the market that's pinning it down and essentially uh, leaving people more reluctant than they have been in the past to go in and buy on these dips. I'm not reluctant to buy typically 26 weeks out of the year. Like, I'm not reluctant. I, I, I do my 401K. I keep it business as usual. On occasion, I'll start the year, and I'll go, okay, this looks like the U.S. might have a trouble year. I'm going to cut down my large caps and focus on my small caps. If I think the U.S. is going to have a good year, but the world was a bad year. Um, how much tinkering should be, people be doing going into the end of the year and the start of next year? And 
Is there any advice you would give us in our 401ks? Like, hey, don't forget about REITs or don't forget about small caps. Or what advice would you give your, I guess, your cousin right now if she were to ask you what's up with uh, my 401k? Yeah, well, with a 401k, we go ahead and, and guarantee ourselves this uh, the idea that it's it's long-term money, right, that you're, you're setting it aside and building a nest egg for the longer term. I think the message to be communicated is um, despite what you're seeing, these sharp losses in you know, foreign markets, um, it could be potentially a very good um, reallocation opportunity that's uh, availing itself here, right, because you want to buy low and you want to sell high. And, um, you know, think of these things in, in terms of as if you were, um, you know, going out to a retailer, right, uh, are you going to be excited to walk in the doors when the retailer is saying, hey, we're selling everything at full price? Or would you be more inclined to walk in that door if they have a sign out there that says, hey, 30, 40, 50% off, right? So, um, you know, these things are cyclical in nature. Um, the picture right now is not looking all that great. But eventually, I think you get a combination of fiscal, monetary, and structural improvement that helps turn the tide in some of these markets. It can be a multi-year process, but you start scaling into those uh, weakened positions right now and have some patience, and it should ultimately pay off in the longer term. Speak with, with Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Strategist, Briefing.com. Is there anything that you want to bring to our attention that you're working on, anything that's non-Fed-oriented, anything that kind of gives us some insight into your, your thought process? Well, you know, again, we keep coming around and like started off this interview. We were saying that the market is trying to figure out, you know, where, where is, what's coming next? You know, is this economy, global economy, going to stabilize and accelerate? Or is it going to eventually, you know, turn even lower? Uh, so I'm watching these data points. Tonight you're going to get the, the flash kicks and PMI reading out of, out of China, which has been very problematic for global markets of late because it's continued to point it to a contraction in the manufacturing sector there. Uh, with a reading below 50, um, and I think that that's uh, in the very immediate term here going to be the key number to watch that will set things up certainly for uh, for Wednesday. So I continue to watch this data because it does uh, play into everything that's central bank related and the uh, the policy initiatives that are being embraced uh, by central bankers. Going into next year, let's just say the Fed does raise interest rates by the end of the year or first quarter. What do you think the market will look like will it be financials working will it be energy like what's the ramification of going into next year with a higher interest rate even if it's from zero to one quarter of a percent which is still troublingly low sure it well i think that the financials are just chomping at the bit for the for the fed to uh, to raise interest rates um looking to get some some you know loan spread there that it hasn't had in a while and so uh, if it has a reason to think that the Fed is starting to normalize um, and uh, that rates will even will move higher, albeit gradually, um, that should should lend itself, uh, you know, favorably for the financials, um, which have been just you know kind of stuck in a rut on this in this you know ZERP policy. Um, so that'd be one area to look for. But and then in general, you could have a broader market rally if. The market really does believe that the Fed's raising rates for the right reasons, and specifically if there are true signs of economic, sustainable economic momentum. That would be a good thing because you'd start seeing some um, encouraging signs as it relates to the earnings outlook, and the market would be more 
uh, embracing of that, that point of view that earnings should be accelerating and that you can justify some of these higher valuations. So um, that's what we need to be watching. Thanks very much. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. That's Patrick O'Hare with Briefing.com, a very reliable, great source of financial information ranging from everything from the economy to investing to stories, much, much more. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.